knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to another exciting and riveting episode of the Chasing Tales Outdoor Podcast. <laughs> it's been a long weekend, guys. I'm jacked up on some caffeine right now. In all seriousness, it's glad I'm glad to have you back. I am joined by my co-host, Leighton Harvey. How you doing, buddy? What is going on? Dude, uh, you and I took to the woods this weekend. Yeah, because it finally got cold. It was 46 degrees when I got out of the deer stand this afternoon, and I froze for four and a half hours. It was it was blustery out there, dude, and that, I think that's what made it so bad. Yeah, it was blowing 25, 30, and I got in at 3 o'clock, and I seen my first deer at 310, but it was still, I froze. I'm still cold. My legs are just now unthawing. Mm-hmm. Y'all, for, for, for all y'all who don't know Harvey, which is pretty much all of y'all, well, with maybe the exception of Brandon, uh, Leighton doesn't drink coffee. And I completely forgot. I've been going balls to the walls all weekend. My wife's been out of town. She's been on a cruise. And uh, that that's meant that I've pretty much hunted as much as humanly possible and done a lot of outdoor things. So I get a call from Leighton today and he says, hey, uh, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee from mom and dad's and then I'm going to and then we'll be ready to record. And I think my jaw just about hit the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was I mean, it was that cold. But I've been in the stand for five hours. I was freezing. Yeah. Dude, I froze my ass off this morning. I froze my ass off oh, this afternoon. Oh, my God. I had on two long sleeve shirts, a thick Drake, Drake pants, long johns, and two pairs of socks, and I still froze my ass off. I have got to get you in some merino wool base layers. I really think that would help you because... I would have been sweating once I got in. Yeah, but I it... I sweating but it, when I got in. But the difference is, you would have... It's not so insulative that it's like... So, your cotton shirt is a certain thickness, half that, and that's going to be the thickness of... Like, I can see my skin through the merino... So it's got a degree of like temperature shedding, like well, when it hits a certain threshold. Wearing, that's what I was wearing for my pants, and it didn't work today, huh. probably because it was windy. Maybe, maybe I need to. We need to sit down and go through your camera. We've been talking about that anyways, and get you, get you squared away. Um, yeah, we need to sell some. Yeah, we do, especially <laughs> some of that duck clothing you got. But uh, let before we get too far down this down this line, we got some fun things lined up. Let's go ahead and knock the sponsors out of the out of the way. What do you think? Why not? All right. Well, first and foremost, we have Wild Edge Inc., maker of the stepladder. I've been using and abusing these steps on public land and private. I've got one lone wolf, and that is just, you know, what I take into the woods, and those steps go with me. I've actually lately been really uh, liking the eights, the set of eight with the 
Aider that that I now or I have had, but now I'm using it. It uh, my whole pack and everything comes down to 18 pounds with the Lone Wolf, and that's just phenomenal. So 18, 20 pounds. www.wildedgeinc.com, and of course we can't forget the Bowhunter Box Club. This is the only subscription box for bow hunters by bow hunters. There's not much else to say about it. Leighton, yours is coming up right in time for your birthday. Yeah, no, and you're gonna bring it to me. I am. How about that? Because you got to get your check anyway. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you left on my counter. Yeah. Anyways, www.bowhunterboxclub.com. If you're interested, you can do month-to-month or year-long subscriptions. It's an awesome package. I, I highly uh, suggest that you uh, give it a look if you're new. We have a lot of new deer hunters, a lot of new bow hunters specifically, and I think this would really help you. Yeah, you know, Walt, y'all, he, he's so well off that he could just leave money laying around at people's houses whenever they give it to him, and he doesn't even care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so, Leighton, you, you came up with this week's topic, and, um, you know, we just were sitting here kind of talking before we started rolling. We are three weeks away from duck season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, if that don't put lead in your pencil, ain't nothing gonna... Three weeks to duck season? I'm I'm jacked, man. That's that's one of my favorite times of the year. The, the only way I'm not going to be jacked if it's if it's like seventy degrees, then I'm going to be depressed. Boy, but, that was tough. That was tough know. last year. Yeah. No. Act. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. I said. Well, I didn't go first break with y'all because I was still in bed with my knee. But me and you went opening morning second break, and it was twenty degrees outside, and there was ice on our kayaks. It was ridiculously <laughs> well, cold. And somebody decided he wanted to get out there at 3 o'clock in the morning and freeze our asses off till daylight. Just I'll just leave it at that. We're going to get into this later. As you can tell, we uh, the cat's out of the bag. We're going to be talking duck hunting. The 2016, It was 16, 17 Yeah, 16, 17 season. We're going to be kind of reminiscing on that and sharing some stories, trying to Get everybody in the mood, or at least uh, let the pressure off uh, for this upcoming duck season in anticipation. But uh, what what did you see in the woods this? Let's, let's give everybody a brief little update. What did you see in the woods this weekend? Well, when did I hunt today? And I hunted. Did I hunt yesterday? I think. I, yeah. Did I? Or was it Friday I hunted? I think it was Friday you hunted. Yeah, Friday I hunted. I didn't see anything Friday, which really blew my mind and your mind. Um, I just seen them all whenever I was riding out. I've seen like 20, 26 or 27 on the way out that afternoon or that night. It was ridiculous. Well, um, so back up real quick. Friday was when that front, that cool front really started to hit, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. No, yeah, it hit Friday and then it was feeling good yesterday, which for me, y'all, feeling good is like 75 degrees and my legs don't hurt. My knee doesn't hurt. So I was happy. Walt was bitching. I was walking around in shorts. I was happy as can be. And this morning I wake up and it's. 40 degrees outside with the wind blowing 50 miles an hour it seemed like um but yeah it was it was weird it got cold and then it got hot and then it got freezing so you know yeah i think i think uh thursday night was like in the 30s just barely briefly and then friday night it started yeah and then you saw you saw some maybe some indicator indicators of the rut kind of starting to no friday i did see deer that's right friday i did see deer Remember I seen that small eight, that other eight or ten, and then those two does. That's right. I did see that. Um, but, yeah, Walt got mad at me because I've been carrying my rifle. 
but I see I get killed <laughs> two bucks. So I'm trying to get the monkey off my back with the gun first, and then I can just focus on bow hunting because until I kill one with something, then I'm going to be just all over the board. So I said, all right, well, let's just carry your rifle until the rut shows up, and then when the rut shows up, go get in the bottoms and start using your rattling horns and all that and bring them in close with your bow. That's kind of the plan as of right now. So starting probably November 15th through early December, I'll carry... I'll, depending on the weather i'll start back with my bow but right now i'm just trying to hunt long long food plots and big areas trying to kill one maybe cruising hey man i'm not holding it against you you it's a it's a free country and just uh, remember that you pledged that if you didn't kill a 130 or bigger with your bow that you'd go vegan the whole rest of the year so i i, I wish i could figure out who the hell said that because i'd love to have them blowing your phone up or something no, you don't want to blow my phone up because I ain't gonna respond. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, but yeah, well, then the, then tonight, or you want to tell your no? Tell, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Tonight, Finish your weekend up. We went and it was. I got in at three o'clock because I was bored because there was nothing to do, um, as usual. All the chores were done around the house, so I got in at three. See my first deer at three ten, and then I froze my ass off until like four thirty, and then the deer started kind of coming out here and there. And I still froze my ass off, and um, but yeah, they're not, they're uh, they're still not doing their thing yet. Um, I didn't see any. Well, I seen that button bug tonight, but I didn't see any anything with horns tonight. But we'll see what in the morning brings. I think it's gonna be thirty six, thirty seven. Dad said it's not gonna get that cold, but I think it is. I think it may hit light frost in the morning because it's clear and the winds quit blowing. So. Uh, We'll see. It was 46, like I said, when I got out of the stand tonight. So my wife went for left for a cruise on Wednesday, and I spent the next two days kind of getting ready for this this weekend. The winds just sucked for me here in Tallahassee. I, you know, I've got some small pieces of, of public land around here that I hunt, and I've got access to a piece of private. But um, I may have mentioned this before, but the the landowner on the on the private doesn't really want it hunted frequently. So um, I'm hunting these chunks of public land that are relatively small. And I've noticed a really odd correlation between the presence of hogs and the lack of deer in those same areas. And, and, I've, and I've spoken to several folks and, and they've all kind of given me different feedback on uh, that topic. Some people are like, oh, well, I have hogs and deer out in front of me all the time at the same time. And some people are like, oh, if you find hogs, you're never going to find deer. It seems like on the properties that I'm currently hunting that have public land that have hogs, you got to work really hard to get away from the hogs or you're just not going to find deer. Um, so Friday afternoon, I buggied from work, jumped in the truck. I don't even think I said bye to anybody, flew home, let the dog out and went, sat in the stand, fought with, fought with picking out a tree and couldn't figure out why I wasn't seeing anything. And then I looked to my right and somebody has just put up a ground blind, like 30 yards to my right. And they had traipsed all over the area. Um, so I'm assuming that's why I didn't see anything. But it was absolutely beautiful. And that was like the front end of that cool front coming in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice. Um, I could see myself going back to that spot maybe in a couple weeks. Um, but uh, so that was Friday. Saturday morning, I elected not to go just because the wind was getting even worse. It was coming out of the south. And I just don't have any place to go that a southern wind isn't going to be adverse for me so i i slept in went and sunday is when i started back up uh today god it feels like today isn't sunday but yeah it doesn't uh today i drove to whatever county is an hour and a half west of here and to that private land 
and hunted, and my God, was it cold. I mean, <laughs> you've already you've already detailed this, but I was, I haven't been this cold. You know what? Actually, I don't think I've ever been this cold before. Where like your bones and your and your muscles actually hurt, like they are aching as if you've been Charlie horsed, man. It was, it was unreal. I, I was I was decked out in my layers and everything, but I think my pants are a little too thin for for windy weather, and. <laughs> Once my legs got cold, it started coming up my back and creeping up my back, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Um, I had a little four point and a six point uh, feed in the feeder, but you know we're we're going for hundred inches or bigger or outside the ears type deal. Um, didn't see anything, but then we did a lot of work today getting feeders set up, and I almost went to another spot, the spot that I told you about uh, Saturday evening. I was gonna go to, and the wind was just swirling. It was marginal to begin with, and I thought, okay, if it's marginal and it's going in a directed fashion, it's not the end of the world. But swirling and not and marginal, it just seemed like it was a bad idea because there's a lot of big bucks in this area. Well, I went and uh, checked, put a trail camera up over in that area, got 20 feet from my stand, and a big buck. And I mean. I told I described it to Layton just simply as you would have shot this deer, and Layton has pretty high standards. Um, Until he gets pictures, I don't believe him. Well, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but he he jumped up. He he was bedded like thirty feet to the right of my stand, and but again, just to prove a point here, that's where the wind was typically go, supposed to go. So the deer would have smelled me before I even got a shot. Um, but we got food plots in. I scouted out a 25-acre swamp that nobody hunts and found rub line after rub line after rub line. Um, it's good things, man. You're starting. You're not seeing any rutting action over there. But, oh, you know what I left out? Thursday evening, I went and glassed that power line uh, that on, that, on that public land that I hunt. And I had does, I had does being chased by bucks. So a uh, little further east in, in Florida, we're starting to see some serious uh, potential for rutting, and I think that's kind of cool. Well, Bubba... This weekend, this is your baby. You came up with the idea, so I'm going to let you segue from our deer hunting report that I hoped everybody enjoyed to our topic of the day. Talk to me. Walt wants this duck update and update, update, update. <laughs> um, update. It's like, a, it's like a, <laughs> a continuation of the speckled belly ringneck. <laughs> you funny. So anyway, so I come up with this topic, but Walt's going to start. He doesn't know that yet, but he's going to start because I just, it's funny listening to him first and then me second because, you know, he's all tall tales and all that good stuff and I'm more <laughs> low key and get to the point. So we're going to let him kind of, we're not going to tell you our whole duck season last year because we're going to have to save that throughout the next few weeks leading up because this will be fun. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to let him start whatever he wants to start with and then I'll, I'll, I'll do my thing afterwards. So what what what's the gist here though? You <laughs> whatever you want to do. So we're just we're just general reminiscing on the 2016 2017 season. Yep, funniest, okay. best. Yeah, this is gonna be good, y'all. Okay. And you got to give them backstory on my leg and what all we were coming off with, so they kind of have the the gist of why we hunted so much and and why you had to do all the well, work. Well, let's so let's let's do this. Because you just hit me go blindside with with going first, and I'm, I'm stumbling here. But this is what I'm thinking. You, there's nobody better to tell the story of your leg than you, and that'll give me just a minute or two to formulate what I want to share. 
like he doesn't know what he already wants to share. <laughs> He's lying. But um, anyway, so I guess I'm kind of starting off with with the back backdrop of uh, my leg. Yeah. Um. So as y'all know, I've had a bunch of knee surgeries. Well, I had one last November, November 18th, I believe, was the day. So I was just hoping that I could duck hunt January. Well, the doctor told me I could duck hunt November, correct? Well, yeah, November. No, it, 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 it's, I don't okay. know. Okay, you you're leaving out you're leaving out how you carefully worded the conversation with the doctor. Yeah, like, true. <laughs> I said basically, I said, "Can I get in a boat?" Is basically the way I left there. Actually, in a kayak. I said, "It's not even going to be a boat. You know, there's not going to be any stumps we're going to be hitting or anything like that." I said, "If I put a life jacket on and I keep my leg in my straight leg brace." And I can't bend it. I can't move. Can I go hunting? Can I float in a boat? And um, he said yes. So well, that was the worst thing he could have done. <laughs> so um, so I called Walt and I said, all right, I don't care how much Florida license is. I really don't care. I can get out of the house now. Um, mm-hmm. and mom mom goes, uh, well, you've already done this three times before, so you know how to drive with one leg. So I'm not worried about that. So go have fun. Just don't tear your leg up. So, uh, Walt goes and buys two kayaks and, and he said, all right, come down here and we'll go hunting. So we scout one morning and I'm telling y'all that was like the best thing that ever could have happened to Layton. Cause for two and a half months I'd been on my back or so at least. At least. Yeah. Cause I don't think we started hunting until almost January. No, we started hunting, uh, the second split. The, it was, it was the beginning of the second split. Which is December. Yeah, like the 14th of December, I think, last year was the, the beginning of the second split. Yeah, I'd been you, back you a had, month and a half at least. Yeah, yeah, I was about uh, to say. Yeah, it had been a while. Um, but anyway, so I just got to go out there and float around in a kayak, and Walt was like, you want to go to the other side of the lake, which is like 4.6 or 5 miles one way? And I was like, I really don't care. I was like, I'm not in the bed. I don't care. I'll paddle here to Dagum, Egypt. I'm not worried about it. I'm not in bed anymore. I'm happy. I'll sit out here and freeze and sweat and whatever you want to do. He told me I could duck hunt, basically. And Walt has to do all the work. Like, I couldn't even park my truck. I could get out of my truck and somehow monkey monkey my way into a kayak. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Um, Very carefully. Yeah, very carefully. Like, Walt would put me in a kayak up on the bank and then he would push me in and try to sink me like a smart ass <laughs> that's not true <laughs> it, that when, is true there was just a learning curve as to how to launch you off the bank yeah, that's the first all that time was he, the first time he launched me the water <laughs> missed my damn missed me by about three inches and i was cussing all he never heard the end of that shit no no um because i mean i don't mean he he didn't gracefully push me and he just said watch this slid me down a damn hill and said ha huh, let's see what happens Oh, man. and didn't give me a paddle at that so i'm out there <laughs> trying to balance myself as i'm going down and he's just laughing his head off and now i'm like oh i was so pissed off that was a bad morning <laughs> but i've forgotten that <laughs> but yeah so because i was like immobile i couldn't do anything like i couldn't even get out of the kayak i could not do i mean one leg trying to get in and out of a kayak doesn't work and there's nothing to grab. You're trying to put in where there's no trees. So it was, I wish we would have had a video camera because it would have been so awesome. Um, but Walt's got a picture that he's going to put up on the front of this podcast to, to kind of, I guess, give y'all a mental picture of how we hunted. Um, 
and he knows which one it is. It's the one where I'm on my crutch and my straight leg brace, and I look like with I'm the ducks. Back. Yeah, with the ducks. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do that one because that's, I guess, the best way to show people literally how immobile I was. I couldn't do anything, um, but I could shoot a gun. That was January sixth, by the way. Yeah, that was towards the end. That was, but it it took a lot of effort for me to go duck hunting. Well, I think I think you can't emphasize enough in this story that Leighton was literally dead weight. There was nothing no, there he was could nothing do. I could do. I had to lift, and I've got an Xterra, so we couldn't put well, the. Well, we used my we, we used my truck the whole season. You're right. The whole season we used. My You're truck. right. Yeah, and we ratcheted the the kayaks. Yeah, the, the kayaks to the yeah. back. And that was the only saving grace. You're right because yeah. we the first day we did it where they were on top, and I I think I had to hoist them up there or something that about killed me, or maybe that was with Derek. And no, that anyways. was with Derek. That wasn't with yeah. me. Yeah, because we yeah. Used, I was like, look, you're taking me hunting. We're using my truck all season. Yeah. So I mean, like literally, Leighton gives me a call post surgery, and he was just miserable. I mean, this goes back to whenever it was. Like I don't know. Uh, I think I got I got back from New York, and then I got the phone call. Here's here's what happened. I got back from New York, which was on November 9th, because I flew back the day after my birthday. I got the phone call November, I don't know, 10th maybe, that I was having surgery the 18th. So that gave me one week practically. Whenever I got the phone call, I had five days to kill a deer before my surgery. So, you know what? You're yeah. right. It was late December when we started because it was really Derek late. Derek came back for the the opener of the second split. And there weren't hardly any birds. Yeah, and then me and you had that, that cold-ass weekend. Yep. Yep. But yeah, so I had five days to kill a deer. I killed a deer, and then it was done. I was lights out for a month and a half. And, um, and, and, and I mean, he was miserable calling me and talking, you know, what'd you see? What's going on? You know, I mean, it was tough. So Leighton gives me a call one day and says, hey, I spoke to the doctor, and uh, he kind of... He goes, he gave me the okay to get in the kayak. And I said, did he really? Did you ask him if, like, because I don't want to see him, you know, hurt himself further. You like, because this, this is, is, it was so bad. Like, because what they did was, I mean, I basically had a knee that was nowhere near healed. Like, I mean, one one little twitch and, and I have no knee. I mean, it's bleeding. That's how bad it is. Um, I mean, just, it's bad. You really. still, you still had, you still had, like. Oh, staples and, yeah. and, and everything. Yep. I mean, everything. We're talking, y'all, this is about as invasive a surgery as you possibly could on your knee without a full knee replacement. And honestly, a full knee knee replacement would have been better because he would have been up and on it. This was like a bone graft into his knee that had to be very delicately handled. Um, so, you know, he gives me this call and, and he's like, yeah, he said it's okay to hunt. I was like, but did he really? Like, you asked him, I can go in a boat. He goes, well, what I said was, you know, if I just like sit in the boat, like if I get in a kayak, can I just sit in a kayak? And he, he said, yeah. And I said, did you tell me you're going to be hunting? He goes, mm, I may have left that out, but I asked him if I could sit in a kayak. I was like, that's all that mattered. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I got plenty of upper body strength. I wasn't worried about that. Yeah. I was like, just get me in the boat. That's all it takes. But you know, you, you, you see some, I mean like Layton is a brother to me. There, you know, I used to say he's like a brother. He is a brother to me. I mean, this guy is, if there's an emergency, if something ever happened to, to my wife, he would be the first person to call. So you have a guy who loves the outdoors, who's bedridden. He lives out in the middle of nowhere. So, you know, just getting up and running to go do something is, is, is out of the question because it's a long drive. I was like, dude, come on. You know, I just bought two kayaks for my, my wife and I to use. We'll go. We'll figure this shit out. I don't know how to hunt from a kayak. I've never shot a firearm from a kayak. I don't even know how the hell we're going to carry the gear. Like this was this was a new learning curve, 
And I can honestly say that might have been the best duck season I've ever had. Yeah, it'll probably be the best one we ever do have, honestly. And and maybe, I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe one day we we this podcast takes off and we can start to make trips out to Kansas or something to to hang out with well, Chris. It was just the circumstances. It was it was it was it was the circumstances and then on January 6th, 6th, the weather and everything lined up perfectly for us to have a good morning. Um and and that was a good morning. That was uh something else, but so let let let's let's start with some stories. <laughs> the first <laughs> God. So Which one are you gonna start with? I'm gonna start with 27 degrees in the morning. Hold on, is this is this the first time we went? Yeah. No, it wasn't 27. It was 20 f and one because there was <laughs> ice forming on the damn kayak yeah. as we paddled. Yeah, and it was a long damn paddle. Yeah, for one duck. So <laughs> that so, I killed. <laughs> No, you didn't. I killed it. No, it was two ducks. I killed a spoonbill. You're right. Ring neck. And and I jump shot the ring neck. Yeah. So I forgot about that. That was cool. So did I call that spoonbill in for you? Yeah, that one you yeah. did too. Yeah. So I got. I'm. <laughs> we'll get to that anyways. Um. So this is the first hunt we're going out there, and we have. You know, we don't know this lake very well, and I think. Earlier that week, I had taken some time off, and you and I had gone out there and scouted. One time, yeah, yeah. So, and, and we weren't, we were kind of running behind. Again, we're trying to figure out these this kayak situation and running behind at three o'clock in the morning. He says, "No, not when we were scouting. We weren't out no, there. Oh, really. yeah, yeah. When yeah. we were scouting, but when we were yeah. hunting, we went out there. So we early. we weren't even able to get back to where we really wanted to be to scout. And there were birds flying. Now I know where those birds are coming from, which will be good for this year. But we go scouting the, the maybe the two days before the Wednesday morning before. Um, shout out to my supervisor. I told her, you know, my buddy just got cleared. Can I have Wednesday morning off or Thursday morning off to go scout? And she was like, yeah. And it was like the day of, I'm asking her or the day before, but we get out. Okay. So all that really doesn't matter. The first time we go hunting, the forecast is for like 29 degrees, but they got it dead wrong. It was, it was, it was at least 20 degrees. So Layton and I are all kinds of bundled up. We don't know what the hell to expect. Bundled up head to toe. I had gone, oh, I had gone and got all that river grass, remember? Yeah. <laughs> and I had all the gear on my kayak, and my thinking was, we'll put the grass on on Layton's kayak to build a blind out of, because it's lighter, that'll be easier for him to paddle. Less work yeah. makes sense, in theory. Huh. Huh. Except for the fact that the grass was just constantly dragging in the water and in the lily pads. Layton and it got was, to work out that damn morning. <laughs> he didn't have no energy to be doing that. No, no. And the bad thing was we bundled up so thickly that we had to stop at like one. And then, and then it was like a four-mile paddle. One way. One way. It was a four-mile paddle. And in two different points, there was so little water for like 100 yards, you had to push-pull the kayak across like a mud flat just to get to where we were going so we stopped like four times just to shed clothes we just kept shedding layers and shedding layers and shedding layers finally we get all the way back in that back corner we're sweaty as hell in 20 degree weather what do you think the outcome is freezing freaking cold i mean just frozen we get to where we thought we wanted to be I couldn't get out of the kayak, which was the plan. I was going to get out and sit on a marsh stool. Layton was going to stay in the kayak. This would make things easier. Come to find out the ground wasn't sturdy enough. It was just <laughs> it was just a mess. So we wedge ourselves up in this thick mat of grass, this real thick, thick mat of grass, and we put the, the canes around us. Layton goes, 
<laughs> There's f***ing ice on my kayak. I was like, what? And we cut the light on, and all the water that we'd been splashing on the kayak, it was so damn cold, it was forming sheets of ice on both of our kayaks. Thank God they were sit in kayaks and not sit on kayaks, because we would have been, like, wrecked, dude. Yeah. I mean... We'd have been going to the bank, just crawling, yeah, and, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting a fire. I mean, it, it was bad. So, so we sit there all morning, <laughs> and the birds did not show up. I... They didn't. They weren't even flying in our side of the pond. I I, I don't know what happened, why, why it didn't work out. Like I would have thought there'd been other birds, but the worst thing about this was <laughs> Leighton and I. There were such dead periods that Leighton and I would be sitting there talking and not paying attention, and here would come a blue winged teal at like twenty five thirty yards right over the decoys. And we would, and, and we, I think maybe it was the first time we shot in vain or something at, at the bird. Yeah. And and we missed like five or six birds just because we were dicking around, not paying attention because the, the it was so damn slow. That was that was brutal. And then what was well, there was there was a, a t- remind me how the the spoonbill got shot. What how, was well, that? I told you he was coming over your left side. And you were like, uh, and you were like, no, he's not. No, he's not. And I'm like, yeah, he is. And so you go bang, 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 and I'm like, hmm. Yes, he missed. Boom. <laughs> that's all. That's pretty much the way but that didn't, went. But didn't that bird land in the water way behind us? And I no, just he kept... La- he landed behind us, and you kept acting like an idiot on your duck call. And I wasn't acting like an idiot. I was doing... Everything I was doing was on purpose, but... <laughs> it was. Walt's, I, got I, another, Walt's got another story he's going to tell directly <laughs> after this, and and that one y'all get a laugh at. But okay, yeah. everything he was doing was on purpose for this hunt. But this anyway, this so, time it was. It, no, really it really was. probably was. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, this duck gets up and literally I'm like, Walt, he's coming. And he's like, no, he's not. I'm like, yes, he is. He's coming. I'm looking at him. So he goes to sit down on the decoys and Walt's like, boom, no, boom, boom. no, mm-hmm. he, he didn't sit down. Oh, you're right. My yeah, bad. You're right. So you shot three times and he still sits down. And I'm like, well, shit. All right, fine. I said, watch. When he gets up, I'm going to kill him. So about that time, he decides to get up. And I go, I mean, I'm I'm itching to pull the trigger because I really hadn't pulled it all morning. So he gets up, and he didn't stand the chance in hell, really, to get out of those decoys. Because I'm telling you, like, the second his feet, I mean, I had the gun basically waiting. The second his wings fluttered, he was dead. But, yeah, that, that, was, that was a rough morning. That was December 13th, by the way. Yeah, it was cold. Mm-hmm. It was cold. So that was yeah. less than a month post surgery, by the way. I think it'd been a month. I just I don't know what day the surgery was on. Maybe it was on the fourteenth, but I know it had been a month. Um, for sure. For sure. But yeah. So that was an interesting yeah, morning. That was fun. And then there was a long ass paddle back. That was yeah, long. That was brutal. But at least then but at least then it was cold. And, but the sun was out. It was a clear bluebird sky, so you were kind of warm in that regard. But then, so, I'll just go ahead and jump into the next one. Yeah. We were on a different lake later in the season. And still paddled just as damn far, if not further. And just for heads up, folks, there's some 14-foot gators on this lake. So, that's, there'll there'll be some of that in this story, too. (laughs) So, at this point. it's foggy. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely foggy. It was. It was. I mean, like. You couldn't see the kayak. I couldn't see Walt. Yeah, get lost. If you turned the light on, you could see better without the light on than you could with the light on. It was bad. It was really bad. But 
So our entire philosophy this past duck season up until the very end was simply just go to as many different locations. Don't get caught up in, 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 because neither of us had hunted these prairie lakes out here that are really weird. Um, a lot of your duck hunting philosophies don't really jive on these we lakes. We don't have any ducks either. I mean, when we had cold weather, we had ducks. Yeah, but how that wasn't very often. So we're jumping from lake to lake, going to different spots, and we finally get to this very big lake, uh, picked a blind spot, said the wind's going this direction, let's just hide up in these trees. And Leighton checks the forecast and goes, uh, Walt? And I say, yeah. He goes, have you seen what the temperature is going to be that day? And it was like a high of 78. Yeah, it was bad. And a low of like 59. So, which sounds okay until you got to remember, we're paddling at least two to three miles. It was probably closer to the four mile mark again to this spot that we were picking. Um, All these lakes that we're on. No motor. No motor. Yeah, we'll just throw that out there. It's actually, it's okay. That doesn't really narrow it down too much. So there's no motors. So it's paddle boats only. So... You know, these big lakes, if you want to get away from people, you've got to go a good ways away from the ramp, which is fine. And we're not adverse to doing that. Um, So we picked this random spot. And between the fog and my GPS continuously... Oh, no, no, this is what it was. My GPS wasn't messing up. What the problem was, the Google map that I was relying on was not up to date for this lake. So big patches of grass and weeds that I was using as landmarks on Google... We would never find. Yeah, I told, I told Walt to just listen to me on this one. <laughs> yeah, so finally Leighton was like, we need to go in this direction. And we, I, I finally conceded to him and we got to where we needed to be. But, interesting thing, I kept I kept outpacing Leighton. And at first I thought it was, you know, nutritional uh, deprivation. You know, he's rebuilding his knee, it's late in the season, he's getting tired. But then I kept noticing he was right behind my kayak right about two or three feet directly behind my kayak and it occurs to me is is deathly afraid of coming up on an, an alligator and well, he's letting me i can't he, swim he's letting me go first so that i find the 14 foot alligator he's talking about and then he can get away i couldn't swim you damn right <laughs> and i was like what are you doing he's like oh i'm just gonna let you go first I was like, okay, well, get up here. I need to talk to you because if you've ever kayaked with somebody, you know how hard it is to talk to somebody and I'm trying to get my bearings and I'm getting frustrated and then it finally hit me. I was like, this little chicken shit. Well, no, see, people, it adds a different perspective whenever you can't get away. At least he can dance <laughs> swim. I couldn't Bubba, swim. Bubba, you ain't getting away from a gator in that lake in a kayak if he wants you. Yes, you are. No. You got, you got two chicken shits sitting out there going to be wiggling around. I'm going to be the wiggling around in the water. You're going to be the one swimming the hell away. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, yeah, he he figured out why I left my gun out of the case that morning too, and took chances of dropping it. Yeah, and I was like, damn, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna at least die swinging. So we finally get to where the hell we're going. By the way, I'm hunting in the same shorts I'm wearing right now, which are Columbia fishing swim trunks, and a long sleeve shirt with the sleeves pulled all the way up my daggum arms. We were dueling. We were running dueling thermocells. It was so freaking hot that was just that was unfair we 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 set up on this little pinch point between two big islands and we had birds periodically flying right over the top of us and they were getting wrecked whoever this was had their hole picked out and they were just doing work on these birds and it was very frustrating we had a couple opportunities on a couple ducks that flew in but again it was so intermittent that you know you, you just about the time your guard finally gets let down 
here come two birds screaming low over the water. So that was kind of frustrating. We could have got some pot shots at birds, but Leighton, Leighton gets goofy sometimes. And like any two good brothers, when one is annoying, the other one gets frustrated and vice versa. No, neither one of them gives anybody any slack. So when Leighton is singing his, his duck songs, I'm just, which we'll get to in a little bit. No, we won't. I'm just. Not today. Oh, not today. Okay, well then, let me just let me just plug the video real quick so everybody on Instagram. So if you go to post on, um, God help us. Let's see. Let me just go ahead and put this. It's right here. So if you go to our, Walt Walt figured out though. Hold on now. The only way I did this was because I drank two monsters before we went every time. Then I started. Then I started bringing him one. This this one was exceptional in in its in its and in, in its uh, intensity of singing, but you did this whenever you, you were starting to get frustrated and bored. Yeah, true. I'm yeah, bored. okay. So if you go to my Instagram, my Instagram, video it. <laughs> if you go to my Instagram on July 27th, there's a very short clip of a tail end of a Justin, Jason Aldean remix uh, singing about ducks. So um, for your viewing pleasure, since I'm not going to be able to tell you that story, just go ahead and uh, take a look at that. But anyways, so... Leighton does his little his little country song remixes and it frustrates the shit out of me, and Which I get bored. I do it. <laughs> and then now so, you're gonna see what I want to do. So, <laughs> so when I get bored, I start dicking around on the duck call, just just all kinds of stupid shit. So we're tired, we're hot, we're sweaty as hell. There's no birds flying by. The entire morning, you're hearing these dudes over in the corner just wrecking birds. I, I, I don't know if they were baiting or what. They are just wrecking birds. And I'm to let off some frustration, I start doing this little duck call. Leighton, <laughs> Leighton goes, Walt, if you don't stop. <laughs> I pull the call out of my mouth. And Leighton sees off in the distance a duck get up off the water and start coming towards us. So Leighton goes, Walt, if you don't stop, hit it again, Walt! Hit it again, Walt! (laughs) So I actually start calling. I don't even see the bird that he's talking about. And it comes flying across the water, I guess kind of swinging back and forth. And I call one more time and Leighton pops off a freaking like 50-something yard shot on this spoonbill. And, and just swats him, dude. Just straight up stone cold kills him. And that was like the only bird that we shot that day. But it was just so funny that that dialogue of Walt, if you don't stop, hit it again! Hit it again! Don't stop! <laughs> the only reason we came home with a bird is because I'm dicking around on a, uh, on a on a cheap mallard call. Yeah. Yeah. So my little story, it involves me actually, but but Walt Walt gets a kick out of it. So we found this other little spot that we actually ended up doing well at that we will go back to this year. So I'm sitting there and I, I mean this is Oh towards, yeah. Oh this is, yeah. This is towards January. January sixth. Yeah, I mean it, it was late, late. Um so I'm sitting there and I decided to stand up because at this point I could finally stand up. I couldn't put any weight on it, but I could kind of balance myself. So we got a big decoy spread out, bunch of teal and shit, and uh Walt goes to get a ring neck that he shot, and I'm standing there, and I got some three and a half inch mags. My story's a lot shorter than Walt's, but uh, I got some three and a half inch mags in my gun, and I'm standing up. And all of a sudden, here comes damn group of teal, and Walt's sitting there. I said, "Don't move." He said, "Why?" 
As if, as if I have to ask that question. Like, why else don't move, right? Yeah, and but he does. He asks why. And he's only like 20 yards from me. I said, just don't move. They're coming over your head. He's like, no, they're not. I said, just don't move. So Walt's sitting there. He's like, no, they're not. They circle two or three times, and I'm standing up. And I got this tan skin-colored freaking brace on. And I mean, it's cold this morning. I mean, it was it was cold on this day. It was really and, windy more than yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. And um, Walt's sitting there, and he's dicking around, digging down in the grass. And I hollered at me. I said, quit damn moving. And um, about that time, I throw up. <laughs> And I pull the trigger, and my ass up, my ass ends up in the bottom of the kayak, and Walt just started <laughs> laughing his ass off. I'm talking about, I thought he was gonna fall out of the damn kayak. He was laughing so hard. I didn't know what the hell had happened, but I got my ass knocked slam. Literally, whenever people say they got knocked on their ass, I got knocked on my ass by a three and a half inch twelve gauge shell. Standing up in a kayak. I don't know how I didn't fall in the water or whatever, but Walt, I will never forget. He goes, you okay? I said, uh, yeah, and if you don't quit laughing, you ain't going to be okay. I said, oh, it was bad. Yeah, it was, just, it was so funny from my perspective because Leighton says don't move. So I, I, I'm, and then, I'm hunched. And you see Leighton standing up out, yeah. out of the grass, and then you don't see Leighton. <laughs> just gone boom and, and like i i close like i flinched just a little bit because you know he's kind of pointing the gun in my direction like it was safe he was shooting up but it wasn't my direction so naturally i just kind of like winced a little bit and i look I like i went to close my eyes and i look up and there's no latent and my first thought is oh god he has been thrown off the back of this damn kayak and i'm you know oh god it was just it was hysterical and with latent very few people do I really get tickled, but with Leighton, I just, I, when funny shit happens between his facial expressions and, and, you know, he, he acts like a hard ass on here, but he, he, he's very expressive in person. I just can't stop laughing. And it was one of those situations where I kept replaying this, like there's Leighton, bam, close my eyes, open my eyes, no Leighton. You got one of the birds, you got two of the birds though. Yeah. In one shot. Yep. Yep, two green wings hill. But then there, I got another one. All right, so Walt gives me heck because I drink like six gallons. Now, I, I had to get up at 2 o'clock in order to be at his house by 4 o'clock, basically. So that's pretty much the way the math worked. I literally would get up at 2 o'clock, and I'd drive to his house every morning when we go hunting. Well, he'd always give me hell because I'd drink two monsters and a bunch of water before I went out there because I didn't want to drink water whenever I went out there. So I'd have to go to the bathroom a few times. when there. Well, he gave me hell all season. Well... He decided one morning that he had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> His ass stood up in that kayak, and he hadn't stood up in that kayak any. <laughs> and I got him laughing once he got standing up, which was the whole plan. So we're sitting a foot foot apart from each other, two foot apart from each other. He's trying to go to the bathroom. All of a sudden, you see Walt start to fall my way. <laughs> And you see his hands go up in the air, and you see his ass start to fall. Next thing I know, Walt's sitting on the front of my kayak, grabbing it like a baby, trying not to go in the damn water. And his kayak stretched out over here five foot from him, and he stretched out over the grass, looking at me like hell, <laughs> like a damn dog in a, in a in a dog. I don't know what the hell he was like a dog in midair. This. Yeah, and he's looking at me like, what do I do now? 
And I'm just sitting there dying laughing. I said, uh-huh, you making fun of me all season. Look at this shit. I said, damn, you in a predicament now, ain't you? Oh, God. And his damn gun's barely staying in the kayak. So he looks at me and goes, what are we going to do? I said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, I don't know what you're going to do. I'm going to sit here and laugh. That's what I'm going to do. So anyway, it was funny trying to watch Walt twist himself five feet over back into his kayak. So what he decides to do is grab my damn kayak and about flip me trying to get his ass back in his kayak. So I'm literally like three inches from the water. I got all my body weight going the other direction. And Walt, you know, Walt's a little bigger than I am, especially oh, then. Oh, yeah. Especially oh, yeah. then. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> 225 pounds back then. When he let go of my damn kayak, my <laughs> <laughs> then my kayak goes to the other side. And I'm sitting in that, my damn hands are, I mean, I went shoulder deep in water and I'm cussing and hollering and pissed <laughs> off. And he's sitting over there laughing, and the next thing I know, he's done rolled out the side of his again, trying to get out to go get a bird. And I'm like, dude, this is just, this is just, we just need to go home. Cause that was that was January sixth. That was the day we were just just wrecking the birds. That was all yeah. all those stories. All those stories were from one day. Well, yours wasn't. But uh, no, I'm saying yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, that was. It, it was one of those ones where it, if if the we timed a cold front perfectly and if the birds hadn't been moving in and wave after wave after wave, it wouldn't have been that funny. Like we would have been frustrated. But that day, I think we killed like what, 16 or 17 birds and it, not all of them were ducks, but I think we ended up shooting some, I ended up shooting some mergansers and stuff. But I mean, like it was, it was a good day. If you look at the photo that we posted and, and I'll post it as the cover since you asked, um, the cool thing about this was everything came together. Yeah. You know, this, like this, this was, this was, um, less than two months or right around the two month mark for post-surgery. We've been busting our ass. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to admit now I was very tired because you don't know how much work goes into prepping two people. You know, it's, you know, I was very grateful to have his use of his truck and I have to hoist those, those things up. But a lot by that point. Yeah. By that point you were, but you know, I'm, I was exhausted. So, you know, that morning comes, I get a call from my buddy in Kansas and he's like, I'm seeing the weather from where you're at. You need to be in the blind. That was one of those mornings where like the first wave came. And then like you see on TV where there's another wave that comes right after sunrise, it happened. Like, yeah, it, it was cool. And it was groups of what, those were groups of teal that kept coming those in. Those were like thirty or forty. There was a lot of teal yeah, through there. Yeah, it was cool, man. In big groups and the smaller groups, and they were and they were actually working the decoys. You know what? Come to think of it, that was the same day that we met Colin. Yeah, because we had to pull him out. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had to. Because I had you like I was like throw me the birds, late, and I don't want them to see that we shot all these birds. You know, and yeah, we hit uh, them in my toolbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> We hit him. The, Did you shoot anything? Nah, we got one or two. You know, uh. <laughs> I finally told him just the other day. I was like, you know, we shot like seventeen birds that morning. What? <laughs> you can't shoot but six apiece. I was like, man, we shot mergansers too. Like, you know. But he goes, oh, I knew that was y'all. I knew that was y'all. Where were y'all? And I was like, yeah, we were over somewhere there. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna give that spot that area. No, up. no. I think it's already well well enough known. I don't want uh, uh, any help with that so yeah yeah god dude we had a great duck season i i i hope that we just get 
pounded by cold weather after cold weather front just so that we have the birds to make up for the lack of them last year. But I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and every year in between. But even then, dude, the hunting is easier, and there's a better opportunity of birds here than there was in southeast Georgia. So I'm not upset about it. Doesn't wear us out as bad. No, God, no. I think I think also Elena kind of was tickled too. You know, every morning we go out hunting, and then we come back and be sleeping, snoring, and she'd like take all kinds of candid photos yeah, of us on the couch. All kinds of candid photos <laughs> that ended up on damn Facebook. <laughs> well, let's wrap this thing up, guys. Um, we have officially hit <clears throat> an all-time high for a month. Um, we've gotten a pile for. I'm sorry, we've hit an all-time high for downloads for a single month. And I just want to thank y'all. I know there's been a lot of y'all that have been spreading the word and telling your buddies, and that's how we're going to grow this podcast. And that just tells me that you're really enjoying this podcast. And um, I just, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank y'all for taking the time to to advertise what we're doing here. Um, and we've gotten a lot of reviews on iTunes, and I just want to say thank you for that as well. I, I know Layton appreciates it. Yes, sir. Um, it uh, it makes these long nights. You know, this is a Sunday night. It's we're recording this. right now. Yeah, and then I'm gonna edit this, and then I've still got to get my clothes and my lunch ready for tomorrow. So, and I'll be up at 4 a.m. to study for my CPA. So, I just from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for you know helping to spread the word about chasing tales. And uh, if you if you've left a review and you haven't already sent me a message, I sent out a batch of decals in the mail. Y'all, sh- the, for the folks I've been in contact with, you should have them shortly. Um. Sorry, I had a hiccup there. But uh, we love y'all. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Walt. I'm Layton. Y'all be good and shoot straight. See y'all. just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chase in the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it, a life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.